COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Not the kind of guy to say, I told you so, but I told all of you so. I flipping told all of you guys so. So, um, in case you guys missed it, a um, couple, couple months ago, we did a multi-part series on Delta 8 and various other cannabinoids. The 2018 Farm Bill, which... which uh, which 45, uh, i.e. President Trump signed, broadly legalized uh, um, hemp that's no more than 0.3% THC. So that can be, so that's pretty much any cannabinoid that's 0.3% THC over, um, by volume, I believe. So that made that legal 
in all 50 states, but it's obviously up to the various states to come up with their own laws regulating this. So some states, even though this is federally legal, can still put restrictions. And even if they are a adult use or, or, or recreational sort of area, they themselves can do the same exact thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean... I mean, we've seen like adult use states like Montana have very sort of restrictive hemp laws or, you know, places like Arizona where it's legal for all adults to, to over 21 to grow and, and, and possess and purchase. Um, Delta 8 can only be sold at the dispensaries. So, uh, again, I mean, it's not just because you live in a, in, in a legal state, that does not literally mean that... Um, the, the Delta 8 and all these other cannabinoids are going to be legal. And, and a lot of people um, believe there's close to 10 states that have not made some form of medical available to their uh, voters. Um, so if you're in one of those states or, or you're in a state that has just legalized medical and you're waiting for the medical dispensaries to be around... Um, Having these other cannabinoids over the counter that you can buy at most head shops has been a godsend, or that you can buy over the internet, even better. That's even more um, convenient because, you know, we all live busy lives. We all work for a living. We all want to retire and not eat cat food. So, again, a lot of us don't have time. Buying it on the internet is probably more convenient and works best for our busy schedules. I know it does for me. Um, so... So that's why the, that's why I did that multi-part series about about these cannabinoids because you have all these politicians that they hate the plant, they hate the people that use the plant. They've they have not done cannabis. I mean, these politicians that are in power, they're in their sixties, seventies, some some in their fifties, some 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 Xers have have a boomer bent to them, and they're in power. Some of them are, some of them are doing that. So it's, it's all those groups I'm talking about that have not done it from like, that have not touched the plant since the 60s or like the early 90s. And now they're making laws regarding marijuana based off their bias. Oh, I got too high one time at that, at that, at, 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 when I was at my frat and I, I made an idiot out of myself with my now wife. So now I don't do weed anymore. Like this is... This is the mindset of these 70-year-olds you have in power right now. So, so again, they're going to chomp at the bit to ban any intoxicating cannabinoid or any cannabinoid they just plain and simple don't understand. And that's why I was, I was pounding, I was sounding the alarm and I was pounding the gavel so flipping hard at all these people and all these, all these like nanny state pro-regulate morons. Now, you're seeing Oregon... Oregon, the first one of the yeah, or no, they're not the first legal state, but they're they're I think I think they're one of the legal states that has done it the best. And I but but again, I mean, I think New Mexico is gonna is gonna take their title pretty soon. But again, Oregon, um, again, I think they've done legalization the best. And now they are now they are making it so all all these other cannabinoids are only going to be sold at the dispensaries. Now again, I mean Oregon. This is a state where you can get outdoor ounces for 50 bucks. But my concern with my Oregon listeners and for my Oregon listeners and for my, my listeners around the country that use these cannabinoids, my concern isn't like for my Oregon listeners because 
you know, the price, uh, again, I mean, the like, if they make it so only Dispensers can sell Delta 8, I don't think the price is going to be as absurd as anything on the East Coast. But it's the, it's the general principle that you're allowing dispensaries to have a monopoly. You're allowing these entities that, again, I mean, like in everything in capitalism, profit is the number one motive. And um, they're going to do what they need for profit. So those one or two dollar grams you were getting on the Internet, that's going to be gone. And, and now that they're subject to, you know, recreational taxes, you're subject to that, too. And you were not paying that when you're buying your Delta 8 distillate on the on the web. You're not paying the 20% tax. You're probably just paying your sales tax in your state. But again, this is why I feel so much about against regulating, because regulating is going to lead to this. It's going to lead to these cannabinoids being paywalled behind either a medical marijuana card or a recreational dispensary. And again, these head shops, again, they, they have to pay employees, they got to pay rent, they got to pay janitors to clean it. It's So the prices of everything is going to go up across the board if you call for this. Will there be, might there be more safety checks? Sure, that's that's, that's a possibility. It's possible that, that there, that, that um, the state-run labs are, might be safer than the, than, than, you know, in the independent labs that a lot of these, a lot of these vendors use. That's a, that's a very, very um, big possibility. But at what cost? You're going, to, the cost is going to be at access for the average Jane and, as, and the average Joe. And that's what, that's, that's who we center the show on. And if those people are going to be left, um, they're going to be left holding the bag, then, then, I'm not going to pursue an action. I try to pursue actions that are in the best interest of the of, of my people. But let's read this art article. And again, what I'm telling you, this is why I told people to not call for crackdowns on 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 any of the any, any cannabinoids. Leave it. Leave adults to make their own decisions. This is from Hemp Industry Daily. Oregon cannabinoid crack. crack excuse me. Oregon cannabinoid crackdown has hemp industry standing alarm. A pending crackdown of full-spectrum hemp extracts in Oregon has the industry crying, crying foul over rules that could restrict common, non-intoxicating cannabinoid products to marijuana dispensaries. At issues how the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission is interpreting a law aimed at limiting hemp-derived products, including Delta ATHC, to adult-use marijuana dispensaries. See, this is, the, this, is, this is where I said it would all lead, and I'm, I'm right. Again, we have. I, I don't like being correct on all these issues. I don't. I would love being. I love being proven wrong. I do. I really do. I don't like being right. Hemp hemp advocates and dietary supplement interests include the United Natural Product. Uh, Products Alliance argue that the rules set for hearing Monday would keep most full-spectrum hemp extract products, as well as non-intoxicated cannabinoids like CBN, from being sold outside marijuana retail channels. We have to keep in mind that that Oregon is a very big hemp state. Um, they've, I believe, they've been adopters since the 2014 pilot program, and um, you know, Wyden and Merkley, um, their their senators there have been pretty big advocates for the plant. Um, in, in, in terms of hemp. Um, so, again, something to keep in mind. But, yeah, I mean, Oregon has a very, very um, strong standing in the hemp community because they're such big producers of, of, of hemp products, including various um, vendors that make Delta-8 distillate and, and, and what have you. 
Um, but let's let's continue. Oregon Oregon seems to have gone a little too far in its effort to establish regulations for intoxicating cannabinoid products. UNPA President Lauren Israelson told Nira Ingredients USA, which covers the nutritional supplement and health food industries. The Oregon Industrial Hemp Farmers Association said in an action alert that the OLCC's THC intoxication thresholds are arbitrary and without scientific or ev- evidence basis. Again, these are just 70-year-olds that have not done weed since the 70s. And because, again, because they have a bias, because their their cannabis tolerance is not has not advanced past their past their 20s or whatever because they don't like the plant because they haven't done the plant in so long or they're just indifferent to it and they don't know people to do it they act they 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 have all the most uncharitable views on marijuana and they they use their power they wield their power with these uncharitable views to subjugate and to restrict access to the plant for people like adults like us that love the plant and love the people that use it. That's my problem. These people are using, these people are able to use their bias to, 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 to stop and or hamper cannabis access. And I'm not cool with that. But let's, let's, let's continue. The U.S. Hemp Roundtable asked Oregon last week to take more time on the rules, saying that the proposed changes will have a deeply negative impact on the hemp industry, impairing Oregon farmers and businesses and limiting consumers' access to many non-intoxicating hemp products. But in a scathing response letter sent Friday, Oregon officials accused the hemp advocates of not understanding how much THC makes a product intoxicating and said that the proposed rules are needed to prevent the sale of intoxicating cannabis products to children. Again, just just do an ID check on these websites. It's not... It, the, the, those technologies already exist. Those technologies are already there. You can already do an ID check to check that somebody's 21. Don't give me that crap. Again, these are 70-year-olds that have not done weed since, since, since the 1970s or the 60s. And they're using this bias... To, to 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 punish people that don't like. I mean, they're using this bias to punish people that love the plant, and love the people that use the plant, and particularly nugget nutrients that do this to treat pain and to treat various things. It is quite another to allow a child to purchase a hemp product that may be intoxicating. OLCC Executive Director Steve Marks wrote. Quote, that an industry group advocates for children to be able to legally purchase products containing fifth n- n- no industry is recommending that ever that an industry group advocates for children to be able to legally purchase products containing 50 milligrams THC is deeply concerning the commission was to hear public comments on the proposed rules Monday morning with written comments accepted through Wednesday however Mark's letter suggested that there was little chance for changing the proposed crackdown quote until there's clear standards in place for hemp products including packaging label traceability of test results the commission will follow statutory guidance in order to protect children and to ensure consumer safeguards are in place he concluded end of article not the kind of guy to tell you that i told you so on this but i told you so i did i did and all these pro regulate people some of you listen to this podcast this is all on you, people. This is all on you. One of the biggest hemp markets is you're going to see crackdowns. 
one of my one of my one of my favorite vendors, Delta Delta Alternatives. It's out in 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 Oregon. They the, because of because of these restrictions that Oregon has implemented by. Um, um, 2022, they're not going to be able to sell. They're not going to be able to sell across the country anymore. I don't. I think they're going to have to shut down their business entirely. And I've been using them for two years, you know. Um, and they've been a godsend because uh, even a gram of distillate in my state is still seventy dollars, and I can get it. I can get one gram. Heck, I can get twenty grams. For, for 50 bucks what do you think I'm gonna do in that scenario but you have these these marijuana companies that don't like that people like me are smart and 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 are not suckers and they have to cry foul and they have to cry teacher and say oh these unregulated products uh, oh my goodness there's all this snake oil and 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 to be fair there is in, in some aspects but again they do this in bad faith to shut down the combat the, their competition that's undercutting them. It's not a good faith um, reason like the pro safety and the pro regulate people want. It's not a oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna establish state run labs in all these fifty states. Those labs are going to be of are gonna be of the utmost highest standards of 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 that individual state, and um, you know we're gonna make sure that these products are as safe as any uh, pharmaceutical you get. That's not the intended goal, or that's not the. Or excuse me, if I may. That's not the intended. That that's not that doesn't. That's not the ultimate outcome. The ultimate outcome is this: only dispensaries are going to be able to sell it. And they're going to instead of charging you one or two dollars a gram, they're going to charge you twenty a gram or thirty a gram. This be careful what what you people wish for because you just might get it. With that said, I got to get back to my other stuff right now. So I hope you guys had a good one. Peace out. Ciao and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 
T-H-E-T-T-P-S-6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Again, that is H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash discord dot G-G slash 6-5-T-G-2-N-R. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link H-T-T-P-S colon slash B-I-T dot L-Y slash 3-3-F-K-R-V-9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.